everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Fitness Candor Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Feigl, and I am joined today by someone that I've known for about 33 years, <laughs> maybe a little bit more, and it's someone that I look up to, and I, um, for obvious reasons, you'll find out, I have a lot of respect for. He's a role model, and I hope when I'm aging as gracefully as he is, uh, I can, I can perform what, how he performs and look how he looks and, uh, be the only way that he is. <laughs> and it's my dad. So, Pops, thanks for joining the podcast. I know you're, uh, out and about today with the family, so I appreciate you taking the time out. Um, I wanted to get you on the podcast specifically because I think a lot of the people that I work with day to day are, are kind of in your same boat. Um, in, you know, you're obviously a working professional. You, you have a, a set amount of hours. Sometimes you're behind a desk. Sometimes you're not. You're on the go. You're on a plane, off a plane. And you're active. You like to stay active and you want to be healthy. And, um, tell us, tell us a little bit about your background, um, your, you know, athletics background and being a, an adult athlete later on in life. And we can kind of take it from there. Well, first of all, Chuck, thanks for having me on. I've been looking forward to it for a long time. I am a uh, fan of your podcast. Probably your number one fan. Probably my only fan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I guess growing up, I grew up in a different era than today where we didn't have um, video games and TVs and, and, uh, you know, big screens and laptops and cell phones. So we were outdoors. And I think that's probably a lot to do with why, you know, I'm active as I am now. I'm just used to it. We we rode bikes seven or eight miles to the local pool, you know, closest uh, public pool. We played, actually played kick the can. I mean, that's that's a game we actually really pay, played. Uh, played uh, cork ball, basketball, football, ten below zero. Played uh, baseball in the rain. We, I mean, it was outdoors um, seven days a week where, you know, your parents had to come and look for you to get you in the house to go to bed. So, um, and I guess I just spilled over to my adult life. I've always loved sports. Um, was a gifted athlete growing up. Ran about a 4.740 at a 34-inch vertical jump. Uh, was one of them kids that you didn't have to tell. You know, the coach didn't have to explain anything. I just got it. And I've had a passion for sports um, ever since I can remember. And, um Today, I guess I, uh, I stay active on a lot of different things. I'm here living in the Blue Ridge Mountains. There's so many things to do. Um, I, I got into last year, got into mountain biking and just upgraded to a really nice, uh, mountain bike, which I found that that's a very physical sport, very demanding sport. Um, uh, I like to hike, uh, not as much as I used to because I'm on my bike, but um, I do weight training two, three days a week. Um, I just, I try to stay moving. Like you said, I try to stay active. Right. And that's, I think, uh, going back to, you know, being, a an athlete later on when you were done with, you know, high school athletics and everything else, talk about like in your twenties and your thirties. I know, um, you did some, some weight training, uh, back then, maybe a little different style than what you do now. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that and explain you know, how how long you did that and what kind of activities you used to do when maybe you were in your 20s and 30s? 
Well, I guess the main activity in my 20s was probably drinking a lot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, well, I'm on physical played, activity. Yeah, I played uh, – I guess then in my 20s I played a lot of softball, a couple different teams, um, played a lot of racquetball and a lot of uh, uh, basketball. We would rent gyms and um, high school or grade school gyms and play uh, – you know, five on five, full court. A lot of times we'd play. Uh, most of the time we'd play three on three, half court. So uh, you probably remember some of that growing up in Centralia. We did a lot of playing gyms and playing oh, yeah. basketball. Um, you and I played basketball outside a lot, but um, yep. I guess I really never lifted weights in high school. Um, we didn't have a, a nice gym or anything. We had a like a Nautilus set up on the stage. It's basically our weight. You know, it just wasn't emphasized like it is now. Nor new yeah. was nutrition back then, you know, we didn't know anything about nutrition, um, but in my 20s, was mostly, I, I guess, probably racquetball, basketball, um, and softball, 1990, when I decided that um, I needed to stop drinking so much beer, got um, married, <laughs> marriage, I started lifting weights with three other guys at, at a local gym in Centralia called Hutch's Place, and... Um, I guess the leader of our group was a power lifter. He was about six foot one or two, weighed about 245, and he was just a house. So I didn't really know anything about lifting weights, but we, now looking back on what we did was power lift. It was lift as much as we could, um, as many reps as we could, and it was basically the big muscle groups. We did uh, squats, um, leg press, uh, incline bench, barbell bench, Wide grip pull downs, close grip pull downs. We didn't do any like curls or tricep extensions. None of the little muscles. It was all big muscle. Um, uh, you know, as many reps as we could uh, pump out. So, and I did that for about four years until I herniated a disc in my back, and okay. I basically stopped lifting weights until just the last. Uh, I mean, you know, my 40s and, and a little bit early in my 50s, I did. Did you know? Did some at home in the basement, but I never stuck with it until the last uh, about 12 weeks. I've really been consistent as much as I can with as much travel as I do. So um, yeah. But right now at this point, I'm trying to do a minimum of two days a week full body um, uh, dumbbell, you know, exercises and barbell, and I do a lot of pull ups, um, a lot of push ups. And then I try to do a couple cardio days a week, too, and just stay active with my bike and kayaking and some other activities. Yeah. So that, it sounds like now, compared to then, when you were probably just doing it for uh, more vanity reasons, which there's no nothing wrong with that. I mean, you're still going to get other benefits out of it. You're Now you're doing it because you know you want to be strong to do other activities outdoors, right? I mean, it, those are – it's obviously – strength training is obviously benefiting your your mountain biking, your hiking – um, kayaking and, and everything else. Plus, oh yeah, it does benefit, but I'm still I'm still very vain. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> most of it's vanity, but it is a good. It does help me do my mountain biking. It, it's uh, uh, I can tell a big difference uh, when I go out for a 12 mile ride through the mountains, especially on an uphill. Just from doing the squats and lunges, I can feel that my legs are stronger. You know, and it yeah. does help in all my other activities. Yep. And with uh, with you aging, you know, we're getting into your to your early to mid fifties now. Um, it's 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 important all the way through life to strength train. You know, starting starting at a certain age, 
and all the way through life, I think people have this thought that, well, now that I'm in my 50s or 60s or even 70s, that I don't I don't have to lift weights. You know, maybe I should be more limber, more flexible. When strength should always be the basis of everything that everybody does, because the the better, the stronger your muscles are, the better they're going to be able to move your skeletal system, and that's going to improve all parts of your life, right? So that's that's kind of where your full body workout is going in. You're doing it right. You're doing two two days a week, full body. Uh, you're not doing like an upper lower body split. Your body works as a unit, so you're training it as a unit. And that's I'm assuming that's been a huge benefit, especially um, if you're if you're on the road and don't have access to something. At least you know you can come home and get a full body in, and then you're on the road again. Oh yeah, and then you know when I travel, I um. I'll do body weight squats in my in my motel room and push ups, and you know I'll, I'll do four or five rounds of maybe twenty five each, and then and, and that's a good workout. It's right now. Yeah. Been traveling a lot the last month uh, back and forth to Mexico, so I haven't. The, they don't have a gym in the motel. It's just got a treadmill basically. But I'll go in my room and I'll do some core activities and I'll do uh, push ups and uh, body weight squats until I'm exhausted. And that's, yeah, good. Just doing that, I'm being able to maintain. My strength, when I can, you know, sometimes, like, this is the longest stretch I've went probably, um, I think it's been two weeks since I've had a good, you know, 45-minute full-body hard workout where I'm exhausted when I'm done. Uh, but just doing the body weight squats and push-ups is, is huge. Yeah, that's, that's big. And you're right. No matter where you are, there's really no excuse to not get a good solid workout in. It might not be the same as, you know, loading your body up with some dumbbells, but, you know, if you're going to exhaustion, at least when you get back into the gym to do a different a different workout or your quote-unquote normal routine workout, at least you're not going to have lost a much, right? Right. Right. What What's but, your recovery look like compared to, you know, like let's say just 10 years ago, um, 20 years ago, what, what's your recovery like and how has that affected your training? Um, well, I guess I mean, I mean, you, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure how to answer that, but I, I mean, I'm fine the next day. I, I might be a little sore, you know, but I think I'm doing everything right where I, you know, I do a warm up before and after. And, um, I try to eat, you know, the protein shake right after and usually a banana. I've read where potassium is really good for your muscles right after you, you work out. And I, and I think a key, um, I get plenty of sleep. You know, I sleep eight to nine hours a night, and on the weekend I'll sleep ten because I used to stress so over I don't sleep too much. But, but you know, my body, I like to sleep, and I think that's a huge thing in my recovery. I'm not always constantly on the go. I'm getting eight to ten hours sleep a night. Um, that's awesome. too much for some people, but uh, I guess my body needs it because if I don't set an alarm, it's usually nine and a half hours before I wake up. That's that's amazing. I think most people would benefit more from from more sleep overall. I mean, it's not just about your muscles, but your immune system, your mind, and it's when you listening to your body though. Now, um, you know, if you're, you know, obviously you've had a couple of knee surgeries, a couple of back surgeries, and uh, some other bumps and bruises. When you're feeling when you're feeling pretty beat up uh, one day, maybe from a long day at work, do you feel like it's more beneficial for you to go ahead and just bang out a hard workout or do you kind of take it easy and wait until you're completely arrested and, and then 
staying one out? Oh, well, that's a good question. Um, when I first started this, I uh, was kind of like a Nazi about it. I would do it no matter how I felt. But now, um, if I don't, if I have a sore chest or where I think it's uh, maybe I did overboard a little bit, the, you know, two days before, or like when I do, uh, I basically eliminated squats with a barbell and weights because every okay, time good. I do it, I tweak my left hamstring hamstring so i stopped doing that so if i you know 54 so if i just get a hint of something i might injure myself i won't work out okay and because it, to me it's more important to to you know if i pull a hamstring or a, a bicep muscle or something my age it's going to take a while to heal you right know? and i mean three four times longer probably than your age or somebody in their 20s so i'm very careful um you know, you and I talking, I do, I focus more on form than I do uh, how many reps. You know, I'll, I try to do exhaustion. Uh, and, you know, so it, sometimes it might be 10 reps and I'm exhausted on a certain exercise. But I just feel like I'm going to be less prone to injury. You know, the slower you move your joints, it's just common sense. They're not jerking. Yep. They're not getting out of round, basically, or at a bad angle. So, uh, I'm very cognizant of form and listening to my body. You know, I did yeah. really stupid last week in Mexico. I ran on the treadmill. I did what? a 20-second interval. Yeah. Inter- I've had 60 surgeries, by the way, not a couple. So, uh, Oh, my gosh. And, and I'm paying for it right now. I still, my left knee still hurts. So that was stupid, but I've learned my lesson. I won't do that again. But um, until next time. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> Right. Oh, I feel good. I'm going to bang it out again. And- you know, there's, yeah, for but, guys my age, too, I don't know if, if anybody listening is around my age, but there's so many things you can do. This this might sound silly, but every time I go to the bathroom, I drink probably a gallon of liquid a day, probably 75% of that water, and so I, I go to the bathroom a lot. Every time I go to the bathroom at work, I do 25 push-ups on the counter. I put my feet back as far back as I can. I do 25 push-ups and I do 25 squats every time I go into the bathroom. So there's days that I get 200 push-ups in and 200 squats just from doing that. And I do the same thing at home. Every time I go to the bathroom, I do 25 push-ups, 25 bodyweight squats. So there's stuff you can do if you don't have a gym. Like you said, there's really no excuse um, not to, to stay fit when you're uh, at any age, really. You don't need weights. There's plenty of things you can do. Now, I believe weight training is very important. It's important for me, and I enjoy it. I like lifting weights. It's fun for me. Yeah. But, but there's but, so many things you can do to stay in shape. I don't think that's I don't think that's very a common thing that people enjoy. They know they need to do it, and so that's why people do it. I think when you reap the benefits from from if you really pay attention to your body and you know that you wouldn't be as as a uh, I hate using the word functional, but like through your daily life, if you're not performing basic tasks with no pain, with no strain, if you can lift a box to put it above your head without any pain, then right there you've already reaped benefits from strength training and, and oh, being yeah. active. Your your yeah. day it doesn't even have to translate to going out and be able to run a ten K. It can just be living your daily life, being able to play with your kids, going out and shooting some baskets, you know, it, it's those things I think that make the longer impact. It's 
Well, one, everything one else is motiv- just. Go ahead. One of my motivations is, uh, you know, I've got two grandkids, and I want to be able, you know, 15 years from now, when I'm 69, uh, and and Ty's 17, I want to be able to go out and play catch the football with him and baseball. Yeah. And throw the thing. Throw it hard. Not like, you know what I mean, not like an old man, but be in shape enough to do that kind of thing. I want to be able to hike with Ellie. She loves to hike. Go out, you know, next 10 years, 15, 20 years of my life. I want to be able to go out and, and be active, and uh, and I know weight training. I'm hoping that it's a part of my life, you know, for the rest of my life. And it's really helped. Last year, uh, when I was I started mountain biking last year, might have been the year before, but I think it was last. Probably, was I think a couple years. A couple years ago, yeah, yeah. A couple years ago, and I can tell such a huge difference from my last 12 weeks of weight training because I just did the same course as I did. I've been doing, I did a 10-mile uh, course at uh, Lake James State Park in, in uh, around Morganton, North Carolina. And it's a, it's a tough course. It's very fast, some good good uphills, and I just, I knocked it out. I mean, I, I killed it 10 miles in an uh, hour and a half or so. Um, so, I mean, I, I could really tell on the uphills. You know, I just stand up, pump it out, and from doing all those bodyweight squats, um it doesn't exhaust me. You know, I'm not panting like a dog when I'm done. Yeah. And you're, and that's, it's interesting. And I hope there's, I'm sure, I know there's a couple cyclists that, that listen to this. And I, I've stressed this before. And I know those specific people really get what, uh, the benefit of it. But a lot of people who do endurance sports like that, they don't understand the benefit of, of, uh, loading your muscles with weights. And it's, it's important. You get more push power from it. You get more pull power from it. And, uh, I, I train runners too who, you know, they're like, well, I'm kind of hesitant about, I don't want to gain too much muscle or, you know, um, weigh my, weigh myself down with, with extra weight. But as soon as you start strength training and, uh, you realize how much faster you're becoming because you have more power through your legs, that's, that, that makes a huge difference. And that's cool that you notice that because I don't, I don't think a lot of people really think about that. Oh, I can notice in my upper body, too, because when you're hanging onto a bike for an hour and a half to two hours, and it's not like road biking when your muscles or upper body is basically relaxed, you're in a relaxed position. Um, you know, some you've seen the guys that's got the little stands, they put their elbows in it, and they just kind of lean in, and, and it's all lower body. When you're mountain biking, it's it's whole body. It's everything. Your calves, your, your you know, your hammies, your quads, your, your everything is getting... And you're hanging on to that bike hitting roots and, and, and rocks and twisting and turning. You're using every muscle. And I can tell the whole, uh, the whole deal. You know, it used to be when I would do the same course, I'd usually do the six mile track and stop. I wouldn't add the four mile onto it. They opened up another loop. Now I just, like I said, about a week ago, I did the 10 mile before it'd take me three or four hours to recover after the six mile. And yeah. within 30 minutes of when I was done, 30 minutes to an hour, I was recovered. I mean, I, I couldn't tell that I had went out and rode 10 miles, you know, in the mountains, which is which was fantastic. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, as you know, I'm not a huge outdoorsman or anything like yourself, but um, when you and I went riding together, I tried. Num- number one. <laughs> Number one, I was sick, so I'm just going to say that. But my conditioning level compared to yours, I mean, you just got out there and were just crushing it. And and 
for me not to be not being able to keep up with my dad doing that, I was like, oh, this is I'm gonna have to go do some squats after this and <laughs> get my ma- get my manhood back. <laughs> uh, Moving on to like your nutrition, how has your nutrition really helped you, and what do you do when you're on the road? How do you? I know obviously you know you you and I both love to eat, uh, especially Mexican and Chinese and you know burgers and stuff like that, but I think uh I think you've you've really taken it to the next level recently and you know in the past twelve, maybe sixteen weeks and and kind of upped your game as far as your eating goes. Talk a little bit about the adjustments that you've made. Well, I got up to about one ninety, something like that. Some eight one eighty seven, one eighty eight, somewhere in that neighborhood, and, and I came across a thing on Facebook called Whole Thirty. One of my classmates in high school did. And she said she felt great, lost some weight. And so basically, it's, it's a 30-day program where you eat only natural foods, period. It's real simple. Uh, you eat things that God put on this earth for us to eat, fruit, vegetables, and lean meat, and that's it. I mean, it's that simple. You don't yeah. – uh, if you drink fruit juice, it's stuff you squeeze yourself. Uh, I drank mainly water. No cream, no sugar in my coffee. Drank it black. No uh, – Absolutely no sweets, no processed foods. I mean, nothing. And I lost, uh, I got down to 161 in 30 days. And uh, I think I was a little too thin. So right now I'm, I've got back about, been about 14 pounds, about 175. So I'm just a little bit heavier than I like to be. I feel, I don't feel as good as I do around 168 mark is when I feel really, really lean and good. But well, like today, we, we came came into Asheville. Like I said, we got an apartment. Um, just going to bum around today. We stopped at a grocery store, and I bought a snack pack of carrots, uh, an apple, a banana, some hummus. And instead of, you know, years ago, I stopped by, you know, a bag of barbecue potato chips, a diet soda, you know, a Twinkie. And now I just, you just got to, it's a decision thing. And yeah. I've made yeah. a decision in my life. I know what's good for me. There's no excuse today. You know when you're eating a double cheeseburger and fries, that's bad for you. You know, right. unless you're a total moron with a IQ of three, you know, then you know that that's bad for you. And a lot of people eat for a lot of reasons. And I'm not, you know, being, uh, you know, down on someone who's overweight or has an eating disorder because, you know, there are things that happen to people's life where people, a lot of people drink, a lot of people smoke, a lot, you know, you do a lot of things to cover up feelings. Sure. But, Barring all that said, uh, we all have negative things that happen in our life. It's a decision thing. And and I am blessed. God's blessed me with an appetite where I love fruit and vegetables. So for me to eat carrots and raw broccoli and raw cauliflower and that type of thing, because I believe raw vegetables are the, the best for you to eat, um, it's not hard for me to do. I love eating carrots. They taste good. I like the crunching. I know it's good for my body, so I feel good when I'm doing it. Um, but I still eat. I mean, you know, like you said, I travel a lot. Last week I was in Mexico for eight straight days. I ate at the same restaurant basically for eight days. Um, <laughs> and it's Mexican food, and it's fantastic. It's the chips and all that. But what I did was, knowing I'm going to eat bad that week, because my options are limited, you know, they're just limited. I don't have a refrigerator in my room, so... In the morning, they have a lot of fresh fruit. I load up on the fresh fruit. I yep. get up an apple and a banana, take it to work. I'll eat that for a snack. Um, 
and then I don't eat anything in between any meals, no snacks at all. And then I do my, like, you know, my push-ups. I'll do some burpees and my calisthenics and, and uh, squats. and Calis- so really Calisthenics? <laughs> calisthenics, yeah. You're 54. You're not, you're not yep. 85. Stop it. <laughs> But no, I mean, I, just, I know that I know in them weeks I got to keep moving, you know, that I have yeah. to. If you work a 12-hour day on concrete all day, you come in, you go out to eat, it's 9.30 at night, I still will do 25 squats and 25 push-ups. And it doesn't sound like much. A lot of it's mental, but I still, I might have only burned yeah. an extra 30 calories, but it's I burned something, you know. There's a lot to be said for that, though, because if you're talking about the mental game, yeah, you know, if you have your nutrition locked in on those specific days, and like you said, you got to plan ahead. It's got to be intentional, all right? I know I'm going to be on the road. You could you could have just easily said, oh, screw it, I'm going to be on the road. I'm just going to eat like crap, and I'll get back on it, you know, when I get home, which you know how hard that is. But if you go into it with that mindset of, okay, I'm going to go here, and I know they have these options, or I'm going to pack this with me, and just that mental that mental game – of doing those squats and push-ups, and it, it, I think it keeps you in that rhythm for long term. And I don't, I don't know if it has to be a, I don't think it has to be an, an all-out butt kicking, especially when you're on the road. You have so much stress to deal with anyway. Plus, you got to make sure you get sleep. It's probably better for you to, to take it a little easier, but tighten up on the nutrition side. So that's right. That's huge. That's that's a that's a big part of I think what a lot of people deal with when they're not even on the roads, but you have meetings in your office and, you know, get, people cater, they'll cater in pizza or something. And, you know, even making the decision to only eat one slice versus not eating at all is, is, is huge. But going into that knowing, okay, I know what's going to be there. I'm not just going to throw it all out the wind. I'm going to have some discipline and, and just move forward and just keep going. Yeah, there's, you have to you have to be mentally disciplined when it comes to your diet. I mean, I, I've I've done some things that, like on Fridays, I eat what I want to eat. And I yeah. To, I've done that for a long time, but there was a time where I would go overboard because it was Friday and I could eat what I want to eat. But now, right. I eat what I want to eat on Fridays. Uh, that's mm-hmm. just my one day a week, but I don't go overboard. Like yesterday, well, I had a triple cheeseburger for lunch and fries, but then I had a sensible dinner. But, I mean, I don't – when you're trying to live a healthy lifestyle, you have to have room and say, okay, I'm going to eat a triple cheeseburger during french fries. It's not gonna, one meal doesn't make you fat or make you unhealthy. You know, right, you're it's right. Yep. the bad decisions one after another, after another, after another. Seven or yep. eight meals in a row, you will gain some weight. You will start feeling, you know, the results of that. Your, your body is, you know, basically chemistry. We're all chemistry – when you eat something, things start happening and changing in your body immediately, you know. So um, but there, there's lots of things you can do. The Whole30 program, I still take a lot out of that. Um, I still try to do a lot of the raw vegetables, fruit. Um, and, again, like I said, it's easy for me because they taste good for me. It's not a yeah. sport to eat a bag of carrots. I love it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, just going back to what you said, if you were eating like – if you're if you're eating healthy – that's, that goes into your mental attitude of, oh, man, I feel good when I eat this way. And if you eat like crap all of the time, you know, then, of course, you're going to feel, oh, man, I just feel lousy. Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to keep eating like this. And 
it ha- I think it happens. It happens to everybody. People handle it in different ways, like you mentioned before. Yeah. Setting aside someone having um, a real eating disorder, then people who, if you don't make the decision ahead of time, then it all—it's all just kind of a—you're just—you're setting yourself up for failure, more or less. But if you set yourself up for success, then there's no, there shouldn't be an excuse. That's awesome. And there's places I go where I travel. There's a, a particular place in Michigan. Um, that I go to, and I'll have to spend three or four days there at a time. And it's out on the shop floor, and the guys, you know, they're, they're we're their customers. They'll order in food, but it's always pizza with seven kinds yeah. of meat See? and yep. four cheese and our big sloppy meatball subs, and they're all out of shape. The guys that are there, and they're all unhealthy, and you know they're in their thirties, and and I'm in my fifties, and I and they look older than me. And they'll make fun um, of me here, go to the health nut and everything, and I'll say. I'm not, I don't want that today. I'm going out to, you know, I'll go somewhere and go out and eat a decent, you know, meal somewhere. And everybody else is in the conference room and eat. Now, that's hard to do. It used to yeah, bother me. But then I'm thinking, you know what? I don't really care what they think or um, I'm going to do this because it's my body. You know, I'm not going to eat uh, a seven-pound piece of pizza four days in a <laughs> row for lunch. You know, I mean, I'm yeah. not going to do that. I know that's bad for me. I know that makes me feel bad mentally and physically. Uh, and like you said, there's a key. If you're going to eat pizza, there's things you can do. You know, I'll guzzle three eight-ounce bottles of water, so I eat one piece of pizza before I do that. You know, I'll get full on water so I don't eat six pizzas because I love pizza. You know, that's one of my oh, favorite yeah. fries. I'll do I'll have four or five pieces. But, um, I mean, if really you can't do that, one piece is not going to kill you. You know, it makes right. you unhealthy. Five pieces, three days in a row, that's a whole different story. Yeah. Do you feel, Do you? how do you do it? Do you do like a, well, I mean, it sounds like you're way more disciplined than this now. When you were starting, like, the, let's say go back to the whole 30, did you do, okay, I am, like, I'm going to focus on my next meal rather than saying, okay, this entire day needs to be planned. Was it meal by meal or was it more, of like, all right, here's what I have for the entire week. What um, did you how did you focus uh, it? I'm not that disciplined to go. Um, usually the day, I, I would pretty well know what I was going to eat that day. For the whole day, yeah. And, and I would, I would to anybody listening to this, if you want to see, I can't live on the Whole30 program. It's an amazing concept and program. But I can't live like that, not in today's world, because – there are places you go where you have to eat processed food. Yeah. You know? I mean, I can't pack enough food for a week in Mexico to eat healthy all week. I'm going to have to eat some food that's not that, – you know, I can, I can make my best choice I can make in that restaurant. I can have a steak and baked potato corn on the cob instead of four burritos or two, you know, three tacos. And, and, yeah. And that's what I do. I usually eat the steak when I'm there. Um, but the Whole30 program – if you want to kickstart, if you're, you know, 15, 20 pounds overweight, you want a, a good way to do that. It's a healthy way to do it because you're not restricting nutrients into your body. You know, if you just do the starvation diet, you can lose 25 pounds in a month, but it's not healthy because you're going to lose muscle yeah. with that. But if you're just restricting processed food into your body, you're eating, you know, what God made us to eat, you're going to lose a lot of weight fast and you're going to feel amazing. But like I said, I can't live like that every day. But I, I still use a lot of that in my 
you know, in my day-to-day diet is it's always in my mind the whole 30, try to eat, you know, as much natural food as you can. And yeah. there's some other things you can do. If, if, if you want to change your diet, I'm just trying to, you know, give some encouraging words to people that struggle, keep eating your bad food, but, but throw some good food in every day. Buy you some grapes and eat some grapes every day. And the more good foods you keep eating, I believe it's going to push the bad habits out eventually if you just keep eating enough food because you're going to get the nutrients you need. You're going to start feeling better. You're going to start craving, the you know, the carbohydrates less. You're going to crave the sugar less. And eventually you're going to start seeing that you're, you're changing. Your, your eating habits are changing. You're feeling better. You're looking better. Um, but the whole 30 program is uh, I, anybody listening, Google it, take a look at it. It's fantastic. Um, it's a healthy way to, to kickstart your diet program or if you're I, – I wish I would have done Whole30 when I started my weight training program at the same time. Yeah. Um, I waited a few, few months afterwards for that. Yeah. They, well, usually when I, when I talk to somebody who's making some changes to their nutrition, uh, I like to focus on – even for myself, if I'm trying to make a new habit, I try to make super small changes during the day. So – for instance, if a person's changing their nutrition, all you have to do is eat a healthy breakfast. Just that's all you have. Don't worry about lunch. Don't worry about, you know, what snack you're going to have later on. All you have to do is have, you know, the eggs or whatever it's going to be for breakfast. That's it. And when it comes, when it comes time for lunch, then you have to, then that's your next battle. It's not like a, it's not like a, your entire day is mapped out. So it does work for some people. I'm sure a lot of people it does. But uh, sometimes, you know, just doing the small things as they come is more manageable than all at once. And I, I like that concept. Well, I'd say for me, um, for me to maintain my weight around 175, like I said, I'd like to, I'd like to be around 168. I mean, it's not all about the, the number on a scale. But it is no, important it's not. To, you know, I'm, I work in numbers, so numbers are important. Um, but my, to me, to keep the weight off, it's, and, you know, along with my exercise, of course, my diet, breakfast is the most, and we've heard that since we were little kids, you know, it's the most important meal of the day because you just went eight or nine hours without eating. Your body is craving nutrients. So I load up on protein in the morning. Every day I have two boiled eggs. Um, you know, I'll, I'll make eight or ten boiled eggs at a time, slice them in half, nuke them. I'll have me a small piece of ham, a couple pieces of bacon, uh, a lot of times a protein shake, and a banana. Every morning I make sure I'm full of protein in the morning. Then around 9 or 10 o'clock at work, I'll eat an apple, usually an apple or a banana uh, or some, you know, healthy type of fruit. And that yeah. will set the pace for the rest of the day. If I do that, I'm, I'm, I won't eat a bad lunch and I won't eat a bad dinner. But if I run out of the house without eating, you know, and I don't yeah. want to bring a snack with me, a healthy snack. Then I'm going to go into the cantina and get a bag of chips. And then that just that sets the whole tone for the day. So right. eating, a, a, for me, I'm not a nutrition expert, but for me, loading up on protein in the morning for the rest of the day, I, I don't feel hungry. I feel very good. And for one thing, it doesn't, um, carbohydrates can make me feel bloated, you know, even if it's too much fruit. But protein, yeah. I feel good. I feel thin. I feel good. I, I the rest of my day. I feel like I'm going to eat correct and healthy because of the way I start the morning off with. 
do you usually have the same the same breakfast and lunch every day, or do you do you I, mix I, it up? I usually have the same breakfast. It's just easier for me. Like That's I said, me I, too. I'm gonna, yeah, I get I get a banana out. I grab my two boiled eggs. I make a protein shake, a small piece of you know ham. I'll cook in the in the uh, on a skillet with some olive oil and and does that. Sometimes I'll even make three or four fried eggs with uh I cook it all in olive oil with ham and uh then I'll have some strawberries with it. But it's usually I eat a nice healthy breakfast every morning. And then throughout the day I'll take a couple uh, handfuls of peanuts with me or usually uh almonds or walnuts, uh strawberries, carrots and I'm always eating raw vegetables at work every day. I'm, I'm it's a it's a Continuous snacking of raw vegetables all day long. Um, yeah, it, as long as you remember to bring them, they're consistent. You know, you're you, it's right in front of you, then you shouldn't you shouldn't waver from it. Right. Um, I we do. Uh, I've kind of taken over the cooking at the house uh, with Melissa being super busy outside of work and school and everything. Uh, and we I plan out. A breakfast, a lunch, a dinner, and I make a huge batch of each. And so we just, we get up in the morning, we know the entire day is already done. And that takes so much pressure. Uh, and every once in a while she has to go out for a lunch or a dinner or something and she makes, you know, her own choices and most of the time it's healthy. And I've had to grab something on the go to in between appointments or whatever, but, uh, planning ahead for us is just as instrumental as you know, somebody else's way of tackling meal by meal. But really finding finding what works for you and sticking with it and bounce around and try different things. That's uh you know if we had you now if we had the same breakfast um every single week, we mix it up. We have different meals. I try to get different types of meats, different types of vegetables, stuff that we've never had before. And there's I mean there's so much food to choose from, but you know, if it's the same thing that you want to eat all the time, then as long as it works for you, but man, I would get I would get bogged down, I think. Oh yeah, well, we're you know we're moving back to Asheville for Morganton, and Asheville is full. Oh yeah. Of amazing grocery stores with with uh, these organic bars, you know, with food bars with lentils and all kinds of rices and all these different amazing foods, and just so many healthy food stores. It's a really big deal here in Asheville. And they have a, I don't know if I've ever taken you to the farmer's market. Do you remember? Going yeah, to the farmer's oh market? yeah. Yeah, we went to the and, farmer's market. The place is yeah. awesome. And when we moved out of Hendersonville last year to the apartment in, uh, in Asheville, we visited every Saturday. We made a routine. We went to the farmer's market and bought fresh watermelon, cantaloupe, corn on the cob. And, and we're going to get back into that. And, uh, even Kathy was saying that she wants to eat healthier and, and we're going to start visiting these different stores and, and, and getting different recipes and mixing it up some and making healthy healthy meals at home. And Because um, if you go out and eat, it's really tough to eat out a lot. You can make – most places have something on the menu that's healthy. But sure. when you're staring at double cheeseburger and fries or a grilled chicken salad, nine times out of ten, the hamburger's going to win out. <laughs> you know? Right. So, uh, but it, it's all nutrition – exercise, health, it's all, it's just a decision you make, you know, and, and it is hard work. There's a lot of t- days that I would rather lay in front of the TV and watch playoff hockey or playoff basketball or listen to a Cardinals ball game and drink a Dos Equis, you know, and, but, you know, you got to say, nope, I'm getting off my butt, I'm going down in the basement, I'm doing my 45 minutes and 
And when you're done, you feel you're, you're you know you're so glad that you did it. Uh, yeah. But hey, I gotta bounce. I'm going over no, to the Cold Stone Creamery. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that chocolate that's ice cream. A, that's a perfect way to end. I mean, I think you just summed it up right there with uh, with saying, um, you know, it's a choice that you make. It's a decision, and no matter how, you know how young or how old a person is, it's the decision to live a healthy lifestyle. So, yeah. well, hey, tell tell everybody I said hey, and I love them, and I love you, and I appreciate you being on here. And I'm sure that people out there. Uh, uh, you know, in your same in your same realm and fitness and age group, will definitely appreciate your insight. Well, let me let me just say this for anybody that's even if you're young or old, if you're out of shape or overweight or you've had injuries or you know I've had you know I've had a back surgery, six knee surgeries, hand surgery, I've broken several bones in my body. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, the sports over the years has taken its toll and beat me up. But um, no matter what type of shape you're in, I have found out that. When you start exercising and eating right, your body responds immediately. So if it's as simple as saying, hey, I'm going to go out for a walk today, if you can only walk a block, well, keep doing that until you can walk a block and a half. But, but yeah. start, you know, this is a word of encouragement. Um, as beat up as I've, you know, been over the years and, and uh, been overweight, I was well over 200 pounds at a few times in my life, and I'm a small guy, so that's a lot of weight. But you can do it, and, and once you start feeling better, it gets easier and easier. So uh, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, don't give up. It's uh, it's worth it. You know, it's 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 worth it. It's I want to live a long life, but I want to live a long, healthy life, not just a long life. You know. Right. So, anyway, I love you, son. Thanks. Appreciate it. God bless everybody. Thanks for listening. All, All right, right, brother. I love, I love you, you too. <laughs> Bye.